Blog Talk Radio. You say the 
I always do this, so I want to get in the habit of doing it. Uh, every, I want to keep doing it, I should say, and that is read the show's description. I want everybody to know because some people are not online, and they do not have access to the things that uh, some of you do. Some of you are able to see the uh, Isabel page. You're able to see this, that, and the other, whereas other people can't. So I feel like I should go ahead and read the show's description for those who just call the number not having a clue. Uh, earlier, I typed the Douglas Kennedy Family and Friends Network, and then I went on to type Peace Family, a family who strive to love and please our Heavenly Father, we declare. And I went on to say, tonight, Tuesday, November the 1st, 2016, 8 p.m., is another surprise topic. So tune in and find out what it will be about. And I went on to say, it will be a great show, we promise. See you there and spread the word. That was a short and sweet one. But uh, anyway, that's what's coming your way in a little bit, family. But before I go any further, I want to go ahead and bring on our uh, cousin, uh, co-host. It's been a while since we did a show. Seems like it's been a long time. Uh, But let's do that. Let's go all the way to Austin, Texas, and get Darlene Douglas. Erico, five one two nine two two. Darling, are you there? I'm here. How is everybody How today? I'm good. I'm I'm doing well. Yeah, well, I'm doing well. I'll claim the same blessings, cousin. I'll claim the same blessing. Well, it's been a while since we've been able to sit down and talk like this. It's been a while, wouldn't you say? I know you've been it out has, of whack. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think one show we had to cancel for whatever reason. I, I'm not real sure. When was the last time we did a show? It seemed like uh, a long time, but it probably hasn't actually been. When was the last show? Do you remember? Let's see. Um, but, I know I did but, September birthdays. Oh, yeah. Early yeah, you did on, October so. birthday. Yeah, you did October, too, so... I don't know why it seems so long. No, but anyway, I didn't do October. You never did October? We, October was a big one, no, I thought. We didn't. Remember? <clears throat> no, we didn't get around to October. Wow, wow. That's why it probably seems so long. Well, anyway, family, we're here, Darling and I, uh, just looking forward to our, uh, the show tonight. And uh, we just want to... Um, I just want to kind of touch bases into just, just with Darling before we do anything. And... Um, uh, I will tell you this much about tonight's show. William B. is going to be called, and I'll share that much with you. And uh, he is going to be talking a little bit about the election, very important election coming up. And who better to talk about the election than the one and only William B. So he's going to be calling later on, family, and just kind of informing about some things, or making us aware of some things. So just know that William B. will be coming. Uh, also, um, just 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 uh, just a few little things here. Um, uh, we'll be we'll try to get around to E. Carriger and maybe Tasha, but we have a lot coming your way, so I don't know what we'll be able to fit in. We'll see. But first, darling, before you go any further, I would like for you to just tell us about this cruise you was on. That uh, this was the first cruise that we ever did really for family. I know a lot of people was not able to come. It's kind of a last minute thing because we didn't talk about it until October and it was coming up pretty quickly. So. But still, uh, I, I know somebody went, and so I just want to know how did it go? How, how, what kind of? Just tell us about the cruise, if you don't mind. 
the cruise was great. I mean, you have pretty much 24-7, well, I was on there seven days, and it's, you have your lodging, your housekeeping, your entertainment, your food, pretty much 24-7. And me, I plan on taking, I hope to take a cruise every year. And it's just relaxing for me. I mean, you're out there. I guess it could be a little scary because all you see is blue water, but it's relaxing. And um, we were able to meet uh, a couple uh comets, which was great. Um, you mean we meet had who? a good time. Uh, we had a, uh, Robbie met one-on-one, two people that, um, they had their own show on the boat, comedies. Oh, really? Yeah, it's I me. Mean, everything you would want is on the boat. The boat is it's uh, on a cruise ship. It's it's like uh, a city floating on the water. You ha- um, if you feel like gambling, if you into that, it's there. Of course, the drinks and. Um, Different foods. I was able to taste, get a taste of food, you know, some dishes that I never had, which, you know, that way I know if I want to spend my own money on it, you know. In a sense, we have already paid for it, so why not take advantage of Yeah, And um, of course. Um, Robbie, she should be calling in any time. I wanted her to give you all a taste of next year cruise that she's planning. Oh, okay. So she got a cruise the next year. Okay, I think I seen something about that on the um, on the um, yeah. She yeah, I think I seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, I'm glad. And so, so what kind of activities did y'all did y'all do anything together? You and Robbie and and your brothers and sisters any? Oh, we did a lot together. Um, we went through three islands and you know as you go into islands the islands um, they're friendly and we took tours of the island I wouldn't just go in and take a tour by myself you know you because uh, it's poor countries but it's it's very beautiful there we went on tours um, um, movies cards dominoes just everything. You have your swimming pool, you have your spa. Um, just a lot of things. Wow. Wow. Well, hopefully if she comes, if, if whenever she um, pops in, she'll press one and we'll talk about that. But I, I would love to know that um, just what all y'all did from day to day. But it sounds very fun, uh, darling. I'm so glad you had the opportunity to experience that. Wait, what they do, they give you a, a list of activities for what's going on that day, and you just pretty much choose. I think we were, like, not necessarily running, but we were going from eating to the comedy show, from the comedy show to uh, upstairs to um, the Lido deck, which, you know, dancing, uh, ice carving, Really? And 
Yeah, and you could even sit out there and watch a movie. They had movies each night, and they served popcorn. It it was great. It it's a way of getting away and just relaxing. Wow. Well, like I said, I'm glad that you was able to experience that. I really am, really am. And so, uh, wow. Well, I don't see. Uh, I can just need to look at the phone lines here. But while we are maybe uh, giving uh, Miss Robbie a moment to call, um, I want to ask you a couple other things. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see here. I have my little, I have some questions for it, and I can't find it to save my life. Folks, we put this show together, I mean, I mean, in literally like three hours. So this is the fastest I put together a show, and I'm, I'm a little bit unorganized. But um, anyway, darling, it's good to have you back. Oh, I can't find these questions. I just had a few questions about the cruise that I was going to ask, and I can't find them. But anyway, uh Oh, I know what I was going to say. How was the, the actual place y'all went? You went to Belize. Tell me about the, the the people in Belize. Belize is, well, all of the islands. We went to Cosmeo, Belize, and Honduras. And each one of them had their own. It's like um, um, a beach-type setting. You know, you go in, and, you know, you see it on TV where everybody's just um, sitting out by the beach, you know, uh, with the hat on, shades. But um, I think police, we didn't see very many black people. But, you know, we went into the neighborhood. Of course, we was driving, and um, there's just a lot of sights, you know, from um, $3 million home to $30 home, $30,000 home, and, and just regular huts. And, you know, people are poor, but they're happy people. They're proud people. And um, <clears throat> actually, Belize is like, um, I guess it's like being on the coast in California or Florida. Huh. It should be the same type of effect. Wow. Yeah. And the natives there, you know, everybody is like, buy for me, buy for me. But, uh, you know, it's just that it way of feel like It didn't feel like a poor country, you're saying, to some degree? Yes, it, it was. Only thing I missed was going off-site and, off-site, meaning <clears throat> off the tourist site in Honduras. I didn't get a chance to go. And one guy went, and he was talking about how the monkeys come up, and they kind of like sit on your shoulder and, and take pictures. They, they're they just that small. What? Yeah, they, they'll sit right there on your shoulder. So um, they kind of... <clears throat> Ask you not to wear your hat or your glasses because they'll take them and run up a tree. So it it was it was an experience, you know, a lot of walking, and um, in Belize the the ship didn't actually go in. They went so far, and then we had to take like a a smaller boat in. So you know it was an experience. 
Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I, I have lots of pictures that uh, we have shared out there. You know, and um, my nephew got seasick. Oh, really? Yeah, he got seasick. How did that? I mean, what happened with that? How was he able to? How was he able to uh, cure him or help him with that? Um, there's medication that you can take for that, and it's also like that you put behind your ear, and it's supposed to be very helpful. So he bought sure. medication. He didn't go. Yeah, you talked yeah. about that 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 before, and uh, I remember you talking about that patch. Mhm. But you, you get to meet all kinds of people. Just on this um, cruise, it was mostly Texans because we went out of Galveston. So, um, you know, like I say, you meet all kinds of people. We met people from Virginia and North Carolina that came to Texas to go on this tour. Right. I'm still waiting. Well, let me ask you. Um, go ahead. No, I'm just going to say I'm still waiting for Robbie, but go ahead and ask. Uh, the Honduras people, what type of people were they ethnically speaking? I mean, how did they appear? I mean, because I'm trying to think. I don't think I'm that familiar with Honduras, Hondurians or what you call them. They were, you know, uh, of a darker skin, straight hair, but then they had, like, people like, you know, us, but like I say, <clears throat> in Honduras, I was only on the tourist side, but they were all, you know, like happy people that, from what I could see, they had more, um, per se, African-American in them there than, than, um, than like Cosmel. I think someone asked someone in Cosmel where were the black people and, and the guy was like really surprised they didn't have any. Oh, they got them, especially in Honduras. I don't know; they may not have been where y'all were, but that dark skin is yeah, all throughout I, South America. I saw American them in America. Honduras. I saw them in Honduras. I did not see them in Cosmel, and we saw more in Belize. I actually have a friend that I work with from Belize. Wow. Yeah, I was doing a little research about Mexico, and I was shocked to know about the African presence, even in Mexico. So maybe Cozumel is not one of the strong points, but they are definitely in Mexico as well. It's everywhere. Well, Cousin, I'm so glad that you had the opportunity to check that out. And um, I just... Oh, just, and uh, I didn't get a chance. We didn't call because the phone systems are not very good once you get into the waters. Now, okay, hold Robert on. We got a question. A hand raised. Hold on one second. Uh, you know how I do. Um, just hold that thought right there, and let me bring on this this caller here. I don't know how long I've been holding because I couldn't get to the screen here. Erico, and thank y'all for calling. We got a lot. We got about ten folks that just showed up with the already callers we had. So we're gonna have a nice little packed place here tonight. Uh, Erico five, excuse me, four six nine eight zero three. Uh, go ahead with your question or uh, comment. Who, who, who am I speaking with? Good evening, family. This is Robbie. Hello, hey, Miss Robbie. Robbie. How are you doing? I'm doing, 
I'm sitting here and listening we kinda, to you. We kind of got away from this, Robbie, so I wanted to return tonight. But go ahead and say, tell everybody briefly who you are and what city you're calling from. I mean, what? How, you know what I mean? Your grandfather and what city you're calling from, if you don't mind. Uh, this is uh, Ed and Isabel, great-great-granddaughter of M.B. Douglas, Ernestine Douglas, one of the twins' daughter. I'm calling from Dallas, Texas. That's right. Well, good to hear your voice. Good to hear your voice. And your cousin is on the line just talking about what a good time y'all had in uh, Belize and Honduras. Oh, no. Just wanted to hear your take on it as well. Yeah, I just had my hand up all this time. I started to just hang up. How she going to have all the fun? <laughs> well, wow. believe me, believe me, I got a serious alibi. I had to reboot both of my machines. I don't know what's going on. But every once in a while, blog talk will be tripping. I had to re- literally, t- I was simply talking to y'all with no computers, and y'all never knew it. But go ahead. <laughs> well, the trip, the trip was, it was awesome, you know, to go in. I've been at Cosmail before, so Cosmail, I went through, you know, two it through, about it. But uh, Belize, I was looking forward to Belize. That was my main issue of going, but I was kind of disappointed because it saddened me to see the the ele- elements of how the peoples was living, especially, uh, you know, we took the tour and in the mm-hmm. poor side of town, you know, we was uh, the, the driver. He said, I'm going to take y'all in the hood. And I'm going like, this is not the hood. This is, this is the jungle or something because it was just bad clothes hanging all outside on trees and, kids you know it was just it was sad to me and i was really disappointed in that to see the elements of how we got all these rich and famous and these people over here struggling and we went by a couple of houses that was privately owned and they was like in the two hundred twenty thousand dollar range they was like they was like 80 you know like to me 70 eighty thousand dollar homes i don't see where the two hundred twenty thousand come in at you know, so that's my take on that. And Mahogany Bay, it was nice, the beach, but it was just too hot. And I, I didn't want to get a monkey on me, so I kind of, like, stayed back. <laughs> I kind of, like, stayed back. <laughs> you, you afraid of monkeys? Well, uh, yes, man. I'm, a, I'm afraid of monkeys, snakes, any animals, okay? I'm not a jungle woman. I'm a city woman, okay, family? <laughs> but if one head had jumped on me, trust me, <laughs> I'd have probably ran all the way back to the U.S. <laughs> I think monkeys are fun. They they just they can be so funny at times. Well, I'd rather see them caged up and see them. I'd rather see them caged up and have fun. I like them when they caged up because I can laugh and have fun. But I don't know. I don't know because. We were sitting there, and Mike said, Mike thought he had saw something, and I was going to get up and run. And, he, and I said, <laughs> I was like, okay, you saw what now? <laughs> but the trip, you know, it was real nice. Like I said, I just got, uh, I got a little, little disappointed in it, you know, and because I, I don't like to see sadness. I don't like to see, see, you know, to me, my people struggling like that. You know, I don't like to see it. Well, it's good to bring attention to that because uh, some people go over there and just get to party and have a good time. And I'm glad he actually took y'all down to see that. When I travel as a rule, 
I like to see the wealthy, and I like to see the the highest and the lowest. And some people don't understand. I say, why are you going to go? But I I just don't think you're really seeing the city until you see the poverty. You know, it's kind yeah. of, it can be dangerous at times, but it can also be dangerous going to see where the rich live. Uh, so. Yeah. I I uh, I'm glad y'all was able to see that. So when you somebody talk when you talk to somebody that went to Honduras, you can say you know you really saw something. That's how I just feel. I think I think it's really good that y'all was able to to experience that. And uh, I'm gonna ask you the same question I asked Darlene. What did you think? Was there you see you saw any similarities uh, with the way the Honduras look or any ethnically speaking? I'm talking oh, about. Do you yeah, see I mean, any? I, I didn't see any difference because, I mean, I don't look at people's looks. I don't look at, I, I really don't. I, I am. I, I know their language is different, which I, I, lo- I love the way they speak. I love to hear different language speak. So, but their personality and stuff, it was just, they, they was all about making money. I do will share this with the family. When I was doing my tour and we was, uh, when the driver said, I'm going to, I'm going to take you in the hood. And I, and when we was going, he was just talking. He said, you know, the women sell drugs here and the women do this. And I'm just sitting up there like, oh, wow. You know, and then the, the white lady that was up in the front seat, she asked one of the questions that I was like, I thought she didn't ask this man this. And the question was, if I got out and walked the neighborhood, would I be safe? And I'm looking at her and I said to myself, lady, I, I wouldn't even be safe. We are tourists, and I, but I didn't say it, so I was just like shaking my head. You get on out there and watch it if you want. <laughs> well, that was a fun question. Well, I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes you know, sometimes there's certain areas where tourists they kind of take you, you know, so you can get out because maybe they do it every so many hours. They have a tour come through, so I don't know. May I, it might not have been that dumb of a question, but I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Well, the hood he took us in, come on now. I wouldn't even walk with you and you a man, okay? Oh, was that bad? It was wow. that bad. And you're not going to ask and say, I'm, I'm not even that crazy to say, would you let me out and let me walk around and look around? Okay. I'm like, um, no, I'm not. I just looked at her. I said, poor woman, she, she don't know what she's asking this bus driver. But I hope he just keep on touring us around. I hope she don't ask him to stop, you know. But so far than that, it was really nice. I mean, I, I mainly enjoyed myself really when we got back to the ship because the comedy show, and I do want to share this with the family, it was awesome. I met two great comedians. They was they was awesome. We became friends. You know, I hung out with them. It was real awesome. I met uh, Derek Eason. And he's on, uh, you can follow him on Facebook. Yeah, he's he's very awesome. He's very funny. And Jess June, she uh, played in Coming to America. Her role was the strange woman. We are Facebook friends, and we chat back and forth. She's an awesome comedian. She did a mate. Uh, I can't think of the Mom name of that. Mom Mabley. Oh, my goodness. You thought she was really Mom Mabley. But I met some great, I met some great people on there. Oh, that's good. That's good. I'm so glad that y'all was able to pull it off, and and uh, maybe next year we can get more people, including myself, because I was very disappointed not going there. So 
Don't even bring it up, y'all. I know y'all gonna chew me out, but I was oh, yeah, very well, let me talk some more about that since we can't bring that up, Darlene. It was just an awesome cruise. And we are going to do another one in, in 2017 in Alaska. So I hope you can come, Seth. Yeah, tell us about that one. Well, family, this is a group I'm getting going, which I, I'm so thankful. I got about 10 so far. Uh, it's a seven-day Alaska cruise, and it's on board Norwegian Sun, and it's a round trip Vancouver, and it's September the 18th to the 25th, 2017, and it's going to be awesome. I'm working up the details, and uh, but if anybody would like to come join us, please hit me on Nelson Robbie at sbcglobal.net or hit Darlene up if you have her email address if she don't mind sharing it with you. But she will be assisting me and getting this group up and running. And we would love for men to join Come and Go because it's a lot of family, some of Darlene's family members, there's a lot of her family members going and just a few on our side going. Wow, wow, that's a lot. Do you know what the price is going to be? Or, or any ballpark for those listening to me? Probably shouldn't tell that until you tell what's going on on the cruise, so, you know, but what kind of ballpark are we looking at price-wise? Yeah, we had, a, we, we had a special to the end. I was trying to get it out there, Facebooking and everything. We had a special going on for the, the deposit is 250 and you have to have that paid by November of this, uh, this month, at the end of November, but they did. She did have a special going on. Up, uh, it just expired at the end. Uh, last night was the last night. You just only had to pay fifty dollars. So oh. if they want any inform. Yeah, if they want to, anybody wants to go on one information. Just hit me up, and I send you my flyer. I email you the flyer, the details with her name on it. You don't pay me. You pay. You pay my uh, group director. All right, all right, all right. And it's just it's an Alaska Cougar word specifically. If you didn't already mention it, I stepped away just for a second there. Uh, we're leaving out of Vancouver. And it goes and it's where? Sea, it goes. Oh, okay. Steve. Oh, now you're sec- really working. Sec- ways, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I finally clicked it up. It's yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. And what you, well, how you spell that other K E T C H I K E N? They're going to about one, two, three, four. Catch a can. Catch a can. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have, it's, mm-hmm. it's probably going to Tracy Orm Ford, Skagway, Juna, Catch a can. And uh, we're probably, and then it's going to be uh, Vancouver leaving out. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. So is and everybody looking like oh it's too cold. It's too so the the Hawaiian trip I have planned for 2018. I have more people jumping on that than Alaska. So I would love to have some more people jump on Alaska with us. But it's not really that cold. You know, everybody looking at the cold, but it's not. Well, I went. Like you're gonna be a, I go went. Ahead. 
I went to a on Alaskan cruise about three years ago, and like she said, it's not that cold. The coldest part is when you go see the glaciers, and but the scenery is so beautiful. You don't even think about the cold. And, of course, you can't get outside the boat anyway, so you're inside looking at it. So, Well, listen, family, uh, 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 Robbie, darling, again, thank you all for sharing the information uh, uh, about the first cruise. And, uh, Robbie, you're going to have your hands full on this next cruise. And I want to bring you on again, and you talk about it all the way up to the very day that it happens. I'd like to ask you a question. We and B is coming up very shortly to talk about some election issues. Do you want to kind of hang out with us a little bit? Yeah, I, I, I'll hang out I mean, a if you got to go, just go in and hang up. It's not a problem. And then we'll bring on our guest, our, our, our surprise, uh, a little later on. I guess I already spilled a little bit of the beans. Y'all know it's going to be a guest and not a topic. So I, that's my fault. That's okay. But you don't know who's going to be now, do they, darling? <laughs> You want me to put my hand hand down? No, well, yeah, you, you're fine. Either way, you can press one if you want to put your hand down. But I'm going to go ahead and go to uh, this time, since you don't mind hanging on, to all the way to San Antonio, Texas, to bring on our cousin, William B. He's got some very important election uh, discussion for everybody, for the family. Erico 210-653. William B., are you there? Yes, hi. How are you? Oh, it's going fun. We got Robbie on the line and Darlene uh, and myself and the family. And what's going on, William? I know there's a lot going on. And I have to tell you this little quick story. William and I have been talking a little bit, and I had first asked him to come for about five minutes. And uh, he texted me back and didn't think that would be enough because of all the stuff that's going on. I was letting him know because, you know, some of y'all don't, I don't talk to. Even on the show, I think, I'm pretty sure on the show we've had some some dialogue. And I was telling about how people been uh, looking at this election for my job, for my family, when we've been going to do different things with the family. Folk is just really tired of Trump, for sure. And some of them tired of Hillary. And I told them, I said, William, I don't know, about five, more than five minutes on the show talking about these people, they tired them. And he and I agreed that the responsible thing for our family and for our people is to know the facts. And there's more than just Trump and Hillary on the table, as y'all know. So I'm going to let William do his thing. And uh, y'all know he, he's got the inside scoop. So William, go right ahead. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I hope I can live up to that to that intro, but... What, what I had in mind, family, is uh, just to simply deal with the process uh, more so than the personalities. And I'd like to entertain questions, uh, if any, by anyone who's uh, who's tuned in. But most of this information came from the Texas uh, State Conference of the NAACP. We had a webinar that I was a part of last week, and they shared some, some good information. And uh, I'd like to share that with you at this time. Uh, one thing right is when you go to vote. When you go to vote, uh, no one should ask you why you don't have a photo ID. As you know, there's been a lot of talk about the photo ID, but we're talking election officials. They are not authorized. They have no right to ask you why you don't have one. So just keep that in mind. Secondly, on election day, the poll hours are from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. However, if there are long lines and you are in line at 7 p.m., guess what? You're still entitled to vote. So don't worry about it uh, if 7 p.m. comes and uh, you haven't gotten to the door yet. You still are entitled to vote if you are, in fact, in line. 
Now the big That's issue in Texas. Okay. Is everybody all right? Yeah, I was just saying that's good to know. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. Now, identification, uh, that's a big one, and particularly these uh, states uh, below the Mason-Dixon line. Somehow, as we all know, they've tried to jiggle this thing around in order to discourage and make it almost impossible for some people to vote. However, there's been uh, some adjustment uh, in that ID requirement. For example, uh, if you have a photo ID, fine. You know, you can show that. Texas driver's license, concealed handgun license, military ID, or other government-issued ID. I mean, that's fine. But the issue is for those folks who may not have that, they can show the following and vote just as the rest of us can. They can show that voter registration card. By the way, when you go to vote, you really don't have to normally, if you have a photo ID, you don't have to show your voter registration card normally because they already have it recorded if you are, in fact, registered. So that's not a problem. But uh, you can show a utility bill with your address on it. Isn't that interesting? I mean, uh, that that that's that's legal, and you can show that, and you can vote. Hmm. Regular vote. You know that one. Telephone bill. You know, if you don't have a photo ID, telephone bill. However, there's a form that you must sign to indicate why you could not obtain a photo ID. Uh, that's all. That's somewhat of a formality, in my opinion. But you need to sign that form. But then you can you can do it that way. If you have a, if you received a bill uh, at your address that matches the voter registration list, and you can vote uh, with that as well. And another thought is uh, the formerly incarcerated can vote once they have fulfilled all of their requirements, probation, and they're totally off the paper, as they say, and they can uh, they can vote as well. If you see some election I didn't know that one either. That's a good one. Now, that is a yeah. good one. I didn't know that. You repeat that about the offenders. That's really good. Yeah, Please. yeah. Well, uh, you, you can vote as long as you have fulfilled all of your requirements. In other words, you're not any longer required to report to the probation officer and that sort of thing. You've totally fulfilled it. And here in San Antonio, and I guess other places call it being off the paper. In other words, you're just totally finished with the whole situation. Then you can register and, in fact, vote uh, in the state of Texas. Uh, wow. As it appears that there's some election officials who are intimidating folks, uh, that should be reported. Uh, you know, in, in other words, these people who we go there, who are working there, they're working for us. Uh, they're working there, so they're not uh, uh, to really make it difficult for you in any shape, form, or fashion. So you uh, keep that in mind. In addition to that, as you know, the presidential race, we have four uh, possibilities. There's going to be a Democrat candidate, Republican candidate, Green Party candidate, and a Libertarian Party candidate. Some people choose to do what I did and uh, just do the one-lever approach for the uh, party of your choice. And uh, I know we have various people in the family who have various philosophies and various approaches to this. And uh, that, that's fine. Except I would suggest that you really approach this uh, not emotionally, but let's use our head this time and try to do this in a way that uh, it's going to benefit us as working class people. Uh, I think that's important. There's nothing wrong with advocating for yourself and for your people. So I think we should do that. In my county, which is uh, 
a bear county here in San Antonio. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, if you don't mind, okay. let me find out. There's a little noise. I don't know where, who, who it is. Who it is but it's like a page turned really loud. You may not realize that, but whoever that is. But go ahead, William. I just want to say that it's like I hear a page or something. Okay. Go ahead. Right. Hopefully they will cease. But, no, we we, we are voting for an awful lot of folk, including some propositions and, and judges. You know, in Texas, we elect our judges, so. Uh, be very careful. Do your research and uh, find out which judge you believe might uh, serve your interests the best. And the interests of well, your... well, listen, William, uh, I want to just ask anybody with questions for William, uh, please press 1 now on the phone lines. Anybody with questions for William in regards to what we're talking about right now, go ahead and press 1 on your phone lines. And, Robbie, uh, darling, y'all have any questions? Okay, I wanted to make this clear. So if a person has a felony, they can vote. Well, if a if felony they have is full, on their right. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, once once they have fulfilled all the requirements, you know, they've been let out, and, of course, they've, they've uh, uh, dealt uh, with the uh, probation officer for the period of time that they're supposed to, and they can, and they're totally free of that and fulfill all requirements. The answer is yes. They can go down and register and vote. Uh, that's a state law in the state of Texas. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Great. Okay. Looks like and we got another, another question. Go, I'm sorry. Go ahead, uh, 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 darling. I realize you were still going. Go ahead. Okay. Another thing is, you know, people that can't stand a very long time. You know, people that have like, um, you know, uh, disability. You know, yeah. I had called I called Malum County and I asked them to send a ballot to my yeah, mom's mail-in. house. Yeah. Yeah. And I kept asking my mom, Did you get it? Did you get it? And she was like, No, no. And when I called them back to let them know she didn't get it, they told me that it was another form that she had to fill out before they would send the ballot. And they did not tell me that the first time I called. <laughs> well, uh, that that's highly possible. So I suggest that you just communicate with them and make a determination as to what their other form is, if it in fact exists. I can't say I it, know it where they're going. It does. I filled the form out, but I had to okay. have it in the next day. So okay. it's like iffy whether or not if she's going to get it or not. And I just didn't think that was right. But anyway, that's me. No, no you're right. It, it wasn't right, but I'm afraid we're in a situation where, uh, you know, the, the the right and wrong doesn't mean quite what it used to. Right, right. Did, did, did somebody else have a, have a question, though? No, I'm, oh. I'm, I know okay. all the, I know all the information that you're putting out there, but it's just with Darlene, it's just good to follow up on on what yeah. you did, and so that's a good thing, and to share with someone else in case the situation happened with them. Yeah, absolutely. In other words, these these folk who are working in these election offices and doing these jobs, keep in mind these are public folk. They work for us. Somebody's paying taxes for their salaries, so don't. Uh, Go in thinking that they're doing us a favor. You know, they, they're really not. They're working for us, the people, and 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 have them to understand that and and make sure that they do what they're supposed to do to ensure that uh, you uh, exercise your rights in and all places where you should. That's the way to approach it. Seth, I think you well, said you had it. 
Observation. Yeah, yes, yes. If y'all, I'm just waiting to y'all pause and I want to interrupt. Uh, we have a question on the phone lines. I'm gonna go ahead and go straight to the phone lines. Air code eight one seven three seven eight. I think I know what this is, but go ahead with your question and your comment. Who am I speaking with? This is Don. Hey, how you doing, Don? What's going on, family? Uh, how you doing, we're just, Don? We're, we're doing our thing. Do you have a, any questions for Mr. William or, uh, or myself or Robbie or Darling? It's good to hear your yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been listening in. I had a question in reference to the uh, to the election, and I know this is probably a wide open question, but I've listened to the debates, several of them, on mm-hmm. uh, all the all the media uh, hash that's been going on against the different candidates, the two major candidates. Who, okay, who, are you able to just say who you think is really the best qualified for us as a people? All right. Yeah, well, you know, obviously that uh, ultimately is a personal decision. However, I would think that uh, having watched the debates as you have, and you've seen uh, one candidate who appears to be uh, a professional uh, who's ready to go once uh, the oath is uh, uh, stated and uh, ready to go, while the other candidate... There's an awful lot of questions. I think that's very, very clear. So I, I really don't see any room to uh, worry about that too very much, you know, myself. I have a people see things differently sometimes. Well, well, well yeah. Mr. William B., I mean, what, what do you, you know, some of us are kind of slow, and we may not get your hint. So what, what are you saying? I mean, who who should we vote for? <laughs> Her and her uh, her uh, run for the presidency. 
That's right. That's right. And prior, and I mean, we got to go to our, our surprise, big surprise guest. But we, before you run, I just wanted to say this. I was mm-hmm. going to play a clip, but time does not permit, of uh, some okay. of the comments that uh, Donald Trump made okay. when he first started to run. And I think I don't think he expected to get this far. And he made some I don't very so irresponsible very irresponsible right. comments, but the one thing I was going to play, and I kind of hate I can't, didn't, can't play it, because I want y'all to hear what he said out of his mouth when the, when the black girl was being uh, just accosted at his, one of his rallies, he was saying, remember how we used to do them? And I'm thinking, oh, really? really? But yeah, he was saying, remember how we used to do them? Oh, gosh, that's, and yeah, he made a... That's a really a low blow. To, yeah, he was saying, you remember how we used to do them? I mean, he made, but that's, that's just one comment of a barrage of comments, as everybody knows. So this man does not have no business in the White House. And as far as Hillary Clinton, yes, she's not perfect. I'll say that. But one thing about it, you do get two for one. You do get yeah. two people that's used to, uh, 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 they used to the, the stress of presidency. They've yeah. been there before. I mean, and some people right. used to say even when Bill was president, she was president as a joke. I don't know. But uh, uh-huh. I think it's, 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 it's the lesser of the evils, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, very good. All right. Well, well. Thank you, Don. Did you have any other questions or comments, really briefly? Because we got to go to our, our, our surprise guest, and and I want to know, Don, if you didn't mind kind of hanging out with us. Yeah, I'll hang out for a while. No problem. Okay. Well, good. Good. It'd be it'd be even more interesting. Uh, any more comments? Anybody? Quickly, quickly, quick for William B. Before we bring on our surprise guest. You have a blessed evening, Mister William B. All right. Thank you so very much, and uh, y'all y'all do the same. Good to hear from you. Yeah, good to hear from you, Don. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you. Always good to hear your voice. We miss hearing your voice. I'll say that for you, Ronald. We do miss you, though. So um, hopefully we're here for you soon. All right, all right. Okay, y'all take care. All right, God bless. As our cousin, we'd be all the way from San Antonio, Texas. Always, uh, you know, you see the financial tips. Same guy, and appreciate him uh, just being responsible and sharing some of the information that maybe some of y'all didn't know. But, uh, Robbie, you going to hang with us a little bit? Yeah, as long as I, you don't consider me as being slow. No, you're not <laughs> slow. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, Darlene, I have to get him on that one. I'm going to rub him for a little bit with that one. For, I'll call you on that, Fed. We'll talk later. <laughs> you are a mess. You are a mess. I know. Uh, I'm, I'm I, I always enjoy always enjoy talking to you. Always. Well, listen, Don, it's good to hear your voice as well. And just welcome uh, cousin Don, because you're no stranger to this whole co-hosting thing. But, folks, the, the, the surprise. Darlene, go ahead and let them know who we are interviewing tonight and and uh, just how they related. And just a little bit about the surprise guest, please. Okay. We are, this afternoon, we're coming from Albert Sonny Boy Douglas Descendants. He had a daughter named Thelma, Thelma Douglas Cooper. Thelma had a son named Donald Cooper. So we are interviewing tonight Kenya Kendra, which is Uncle Sonny Boy's great-granddaughter, and her husband, Raleigh Moore, and her son, Dequayla, who is the great-great-grandson of Uncle Sonny Boy. 
Yes, yes. And, and um, my uh, my take on Kendra is Kendra is a very good organizer. I had the opportunity to work with her at a family reunion about a year and a half ago. And to be quite honest, I had no idea how we were going to pull that out, pull it off. But she stepped in, and um, everything just went really smoothly. So I'm going to say that she has the structure, she's efficient, and she's accountable. Oh, really? So, yeah, she's... Well, um, you got it? Oh, go ahead, we listen. Um, but also for you all, uh, um, this is just a little bit uh, Eldridge, which is Uncle Sonny Boy's great grand- grandson. This is her uncle, and her uncle slash cousin is like what I like to say. And Risa, which is Eldridge's wife, is um, her cousin slash aunt. So you have a lot of mingling in. Um, from small towns like that, and um, I'm gonna say this because Kendra is also is she's my double cousin here, and uh, so her kids are gonna be my triple cousins. So wow. um, I'm I'm dying to see what she has to say. Well, let's do this. Let's go ahead and go all the way. And uh, what city are they in again, darling? Rockdale, the big city. <laughs> right okay. now, the little city. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're going all the way, all the way. We're gonna take these twelve states, families listening, and travel all the way to Rockdale, Texas. Air code nine seven nine four six. Raleigh and Kendra, are you on the line there? Yes, we're here. Well, how Hello. you doing? Hello, we're good. How are you? Oh, we're just just yes. sitting here, just anxious to hear from you guys. I know. I've been listening. We are. This is my first time um, tuning in, so I was very interested. I've been listening about 40, 45 minutes. I was very um, impressed with what I heard on the line, so I'm excited well, to be on tonight, and I have my family here with me as well. Well, that's good. That is so good. And uh, just go ahead. Is Riley there? I think yes. it's Riley there. He's I just I just want to say I just want to hear him say hello to everybody, that's all. Okay, hold on just a second. He's ready. Yes, I'm here. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good. How about you? Uh doing okay, doing okay. Well don't be shy, just talk to the family tonight, sir. Just anxious to hear from you. And your wife and, and all that y'all have to say tonight, uh, you sound like you guys have been really busy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, uh, I just want to ask you a couple questions before you can turn it back over to Kendra. It's not a big deal. But how, I mean, how how, uh, how did you do it? I mean, we've heard a lot about uh, your son, Jaqueline, and, and all of the, the accomplishments. I mean, does it mean around the clock? It hasn't been that hard. He's a great talent. He's a lot of a natural, but he's very coachable and uh, very. He's a hard worker at what he do. Okay. 
Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Uh, 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 Riley, somebody's in the room with the uh, with the cell phone. Somebody else is in the room with the cell phone. Or, uh, and uh, you even got to tell them to step away just a little bit, like 15 feet or something. got Because we hear an echo. echo. That's normally what happens when we hear an echo. And if not nobody in the room, maybe it's because we're on speaker. And that's so anyway. Just know that, okay? Because it's a little echo every time you say something. But uh, All right. let me ask you. Let me ask you this: Do you have long days? I mean, where you have to get up really early and train before schooling or anything like that? And I know we're going to talk to him in a little bit, but I just had to ask you that. Uh, no, sir. He goes to football practice and uh, track practice, and we'll go. Uh, during the summer, we work out for summer track. We do it all in the evening after work and after school. Oh. I just want to congratulate you, first of all, for being the father of this family and, and, and all the accomplishments that Kendra was telling me about earlier. I know she's a talker, so you can maybe give the phone back to her if you want. But wait, I just wait, wanted wait. to just say something. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, let Raleigh, Raleigh, I didn't get a chance to come to his his party, but he just received his degree in criminal justice. Am I right? Yes, ma'am. Wow. So, see, he, yeah, he's uh, he's a little quiet, but he has things going on for himself. Okay. Well, well, this is to you, Raleigh, uh, more okay, and your accomplishments for getting that degree, okay? So check this out. This is for you, all right? Yes, sir. Acknowledge that and appreciate that. That's it's always hard work to get those degrees or those papers. So yes, really appreciate, really appreciate that. Okay, and if you want, yes, you can hang Thank on the line or ha- hand it over to Miss Kendra, the talker of the family, and then we'll we'll uh, uh, hopefully uh, a little later on here bring on the one and only Mister Jaqueline. Okay. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. Well, that was Riley Moore. And uh, we're about to speak with Kendra Moore, and we're interviewing uh, this family. A lot of accomplishments here and there. The most important thing is bloodline. They are from the uh, Uncle Sonny Boy, or Sonny Boy, Albert Sonny Boy side of the family. And as you all know, this is only the second interview we have done with that side of the family. And, darling, I cannot step away early, but you did talk about how they related all the way to Uncle Sonny Boy, right? I started with Uncle Sonny Boy and went down, and I in, incorporated Risa and Eldridge in it. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, good. Well, and if y'all missed that, go back and listen to the show. And uh, trust me, I mean, cause you remember, you can rewind the show as well. But, Miss Kendra, uh, go ahead and tell us a little bit about you. And then what we'd like for you to do is talk a little bit about your children, uh, 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 the other two. And then we'll talk about your Quaylen finally, which is, I know he got a long resume there. So, go ahead. Who is Miss Kendra? I know you told me some very um, interesting things that you've accomplished as well. Um. So I am originally from Lexington, um, which is where my grandfather was, and, and my grandfather was Gentry Cooper, who is a descendant of um, the family member, Sonny Boy. And so my grandfather was a big part of my life also and when he passed away from cancer several years ago. But I have many memories of him growing up as a child. Um, I have my family, and we live in Rockdale. Um, 
we do a lot of things here in the community. We, uh, my husband and I, we have a football, a youth football league um, here in, in the community where we give back to kids and youth and give them an outlet to um, perform their talents and build their skills. And uh, my husband has done it for about 10 years, and I've been doing it about nine years. I do the cheerleaders, and I do um, okay, now, hold on, hold a lot on of the girls. Can you go a little bit slow for me? <laughs> yes. Because you're saying a, a lot of accomplishments so there. You're talking there's a lot. A lot there's a lot. I know, so, I know. I um, earlier, just just so y'all know, FYI, earlier I spoke with Kendra and I told her, I say, y'all done a whole lot. They are very busy. But if you could slow it down where some of us slower people can okay. comprehend what you're saying. Okay. All right. So we, I was just, uh, some of the things that we do, um, we have a football, a peewee football league organization in town. Um, it's the longest peewee football league they've ever had in Rockdale, where my husband is the okay. president of that league. Um, I am the cheer director of the of that league, and it gives um, these kids. Um, we have a a lower income base youth, and um, we we present them with the opportunity to play football and um, to play and um, play through that league. And um, our daughter cheered in that league, and then we have our, our little son Durian, who's six, and he also is currently playing football in that league. So um, we keep that league afloat. Um, by donations and fundraisers from the community, and we give just just kids age from first grade, kindergarten to sixth grade, just a skill set to be able to, um, you know, play on the on the um, school level. And um, like I said, Quaylen played in that league growing up until sixth grade, and then he went on to the high school level. Um, so we're a very busy family. Um, I commute to Austin to work, where I work at the hospital, and I've been there 14. Um, deal with allergy and asthma, so I help you know people that have struggles with asthma and allergies, and um, I test them. I you know I figure out what they're allergic to, and I kind of do that. That's my that's my main job. My um, I would say just my bread and butter. But I have the football organization um, along with the cheer organization that we do, um, and we do that um, from August until November, which is about now. Um, Every Saturday, we practice two days a week. Um, in the summer months, we have a summer track organization where we give these kids, same kids, different kids, um, an opportunity to travel. Um, we've taken kids to Disney World, Florida. Now, now hold on we've a second. Hold on a second, Miss Kendra. Let me just say this. Uh, Dawn, uh, Robbie, uh, I know she's going a little fast still. <laughs> I guess just how she was. Oh, goodness gracious. Okay. <laughs> but listen, uh, if y'all want to ask any questions, just hop in about any of these activities that they are doing, which, as you see, is a lot. So don't be shy, y'all. Pop right in and ask any questions uh, of anything, okay? Go ahead, Kendra. Um, the, the track organization, the summer program that we do, um, once again, gives the kids something to do over the summer months. Um, as we all know, the auto hands, the devil's playground, something we do is you know, giving kids a lot of these kids wouldn't be able to leave the city, let alone the state, um, and that gives them an opportunity to use their talent to get to the next level. Um, and in that summer track program is where we initially found out um, just how fast Quaylen was. Um, he ran in that organization from the age of six um, until this past summer he ran um, into the Junior Olympics. And he's um, been top in the nation for several years. Um, he actually won the Olympics when he was 10. 
So he's been doing that. So we we give that opportunity. Now wait a minute. Um, you say he won the Olympics when he was ten. That, the that, how was that? That was that was um, one of the um, the most biggest accomplishments I think as a mother um, for me um, with him. I, I know it's just the beginning for him, but um, you know the hard work paid off. And and um, when you're doing all 50 states in Puerto Rico to get that gold medal um, was absolutely um, amazing. So that was um, an experience. And we have our other two children. Who run in that league as well? So it's I guess we have with um, maybe eighty kids um, that run and benefit from this organization that we do. Now, now, now let me ask you. This. Then we're going to speak with Mr. Jaquelin. But uh, sure. about your other son, you were saying that he also is in track. Uh, Jorian and uh, tell us a little bit about Miss Collie as well. So Miss um, Collie is an eighth grader at Rockdale um, Junior High. She is a cheerleader. She has been um, a cheerleader for two years um, at the junior high. She is one of the only the only um, African American cheerleader in her organization, her group right now. So we we love her having that. Um, she started her cheering um, with the little league that we do, and so it's advanced her to um, continue that. She also plays volleyball and she runs track. Um, um, we have Durian, who is a six-year-old, and he's, you know, he's still, you know, finding his way. Um, he does several sports as well, um, but he is this baby, so we call him. He, he is our prayer warrior. He is very involved in the church and and God, and he's just, he's a special, special, special kid. So, um, all those kids keep us busy seven seven days a week. So. Now, when you say he's That's a prayer warrior, what do you mean? Just, just from uh, what do you mean when you say he's a prayer warrior? I mean, we he, we have an idea, but what do you mean? He's he's six. Um, he started being um, very into church and God when he was probably three years old. Um, when my grandfather passed, and that we really found out that he had a different connection, a little bit higher than someone that's three. Um, he gave. His life to Christ when he was four On his own um, There are several things that he Comes to us and he You know says God speaks to him And um, and He has a special relationship um, He leads songs At the church He prays at the church He prays at home He's just, he's just uh, He just has um, a gift And so we, we nurture um, That gift as much as we can Anything for uh, Miss Kendra, uh, 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 Robbie, uh, Donald Jr. Anything? No, I'm I'm, I'm no. just listening to my my cousin. She, I mean, everything is interesting, and you know, I I've known uh, other young members of the family to have a special gift like that. I know Aunt Joyce's uh, granddaughter had that special gift of prophesizing and stuff like that. So you never know what what God gives us. You know. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, well, go ahead. Uh, let's do this. Um, is Mr. Jaquelin around? Yes, he is. Um, let's go ahead and talk with him I, just for a little Jaquelin. bit, and then we'll put Mom back on the line. I'll be all on the same phone. I don't know how y'all doing it. But uh, if you can be on the same line, it'd be wonderful. But if not, I will talk to him, and then y'all can kind of listen in. Cool. 
And folks, again, those of you uh, tune in kind of later on, you listen to Douglas Kennedy Family and Friends Network. I'm Seth. We got on the line also Darlene, always from Austin, Texas. Robbie from Dallas and Dawn Jenny from Forward, Texas. All Texas folks, uh, calls anyway. And then we got our family, of course, listening in all uh, 12 states. I did an actual count, and they're listening all the way in Kansas, Florida, Texas, California, Arkansas, Missouri, Alabama, Georgia. Michigan, Alaska, Oklahoma, and Ohio. We got family all over that'll be enjoying this show. If not tonight, tomorrow, next day, next day. And so tonight we're interviewing uh, Raleigh and Kendra Moore and their family, uh, especially uh, with emphasis on Mr. Jacqueline, uh, who has just a lot of different accomplishments. And so I'll go back to the phone last. Mr. Jacqueline, are you there? Yes, sir. How you doing, young man? I'm good. How are you? Oh, we 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 doing good. Y'all go y'all go go ahead and say hello to Jaqueline. Hello, cousin. Hello. Hey, cousin. What's going on, Kim, folks? Anyway, out of, out of curiosity, what was that record y'all, y'all set? Uh, 
it was the 13, 14-year-old four-by-one record. We ran uh, 43-3, I believe. Wow. Wow, wow. And then I hear your, your team, uh, again, you got first and also the 4 by 2 if I didn't mention that. So, family, we're talking about three individual state um, uh, first places. Uh, track, 100 meters, first place. 4 by one first place. 4 by 2 first place. And then I hear that y'all won the big trophy with your team, the 3A, for the state. Texas is a big state. Am I right? Did I get all those records right? Yes, sir. Well, well how do you feel about that? Uh, it's really a blessing, I mean, to, to work with the guys I worked with and for us to overcome the obstacles we overcame and route to becoming champions. I feel like it was it was a testimony to what hard work can get you and that you can overcome things if you're determined and just focus. So, I mean, we were unlikely to win because our original first leg got um, removed from our relay and we put our, our linebacker on our football team on there and it turned out to work. So, it's just, it's just, it's cool to say you won and but it's uh, even better to know that you won knowing you weren't supposed to. Wow. Wow. Well, y'all may be compared to a Cowboy Stadium if y'all are going to state. I mean, it don't matter. To me, it really don't matter if you don't, if you don't go to state. I mean, it probably matters to you, but I think you've already done quite a bit with your career already. But uh, we just might be seeing y'all up here at the Cowboy Stadium if y'all make it to state. I think that's where it's going to be held this year. Um, but I also, like I said, your team got the trophy. Talk uh, uh, with the uh, 3A. I wanted to just can't emphasize that. I can't emphasize that enough. Can't talk tonight. So, Jaqueline, listen. I I know track and I know football and I know that it is very 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 hard to do the three things, those four things. Again, first in 100 meters, first in the 4 by one first in the uh, uh, 4 by 2 and then to have your team to win the 3A, um, and then you have, the three, you have three gold medals, of course. So that is really, really something. I just want to do the same thing I did to your father earlier and play this for you, okay? So check this out. We just have to acknowledge that that's that's we just have to say something about that. Don, uh, Robbie, any comments about uh, darling? Any comments about those feats? That is really, really something. I just don't want to downplay. I don't want to. I want to put enough light on that. Any comments about that, y'all? First and. 100 meters, that right there is enough right there for colleges to start calling you. Let me ask you this. Speaking of colleges, uh, Miss Kendra was telling me that uh, you have already have quite a few colleges uh, trying to contact you, right? Yes, sir. Let's name some of them if you don't mind. Um, 
some of the bigger schools I've came in contact with, uh, uh, LSU, Notre Dame, Alabama, uh, Texas A&M, TCU, Texas Tech. Uh, <laughs> and you just, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. These are some big, really big schools, and you're just a sophomore, right? I'm a junior. Junior. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. That is impressive. Now, let me ask you something. Uh, of course, this is nothing. Uh, I don't think it's too private. Your mom already talked talked about talked about this already, so I feel comfortable in asking. But which one you leaning towards right now? Of course, I know it's just not the final finding, but which one you leaning uh, towards right now? May I ask? I say TCU. Yeah, yeah, they are the bomb right about now. TCU is uh, the little engine that could. Well, uh. uh Co-host, anybody got any questions or comments before I uh, go on to my next question on the question um, I already asked? I'd like to congratulate my little cousin on all his accomplishments and what they're doing, his mom and dad, because, you know, what they're doing in the community and everything. But I'm going to have to sign off everyone because I'm backed up with homework because Darlene then made me go on that cruise. I'm trying to <laughs> because I, I mean I met you and Robbie there when I was with your grandfather Don. I know you heard a lot about Robbie, his favorite cousin. But anyway, yeah, I, I didn't get a chance to go to your games during that time because that was when I was down there uh, grieving over the death of my mom. But he come back excited. You have. I mean, you blowed up Facebook because we posted a lot of pictures of you on Facebook. But I just want to say congratulations. Keep up the hard work and, you know, motivate our young our young men to, to have that kind of sense that you have, the kind of knowledge that you have, you know, to work hard at what they want to do and everything. So I just want to say congratulations. I like to tell the family, have a blessed one, and I love you guys, and I will talk to you all later. Well, thank you, Robbie. Thank you very much. And, folks, that's Robbie signing off. Um, appreciate her hang, hanging out with us, though. Really appreciate her hanging out with us. What, Don Jr., uh, you got anything for our young cousin? Well, I'm I'm, I'm impressed with his accomplishments. I'd just like to encourage him to uh, stay humble and don't let uh, Good point. the uh, pressures, the pressures of being popular Kill your, your motivation or kill your child. Because sometimes popularity can kill you. But as long as you remain humble, I think you'll continue to be successful. Okay. I'm very, very true, Don. Very true. Now, uh, uh, Don, were you done? Yeah, I'm just going to know. I'm very impressed and proud to know that he's made such a compliment. Well, I must say that, uh, like I said, I follow track uh, and I follow uh, football, uh, Jaqueline, and I'm telling you, it's it's really, you have to be really focused, especially at your age with all the uh, distractions off the field. I mean, there's a lot of distractions at your age, so I would like to ask you, how do you stay focused? Because you got a lot of... Some of the distractions are good distractions. If there's a such thing as a good distraction, I mean, like a young lady just 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 can be a good distraction. They can mean well and got 
good intentions, but can be a, a distraction. Uh, friends, not all friends are bad. Sometimes friends are good. They just want to go to the movies all the time and want to kind of hang. Do nothing wrong, but it can be a good distraction. Uh, uh, Sometimes, you know, there's a lot of organizations that I saw you at one point. You was in a classroom talking to some uh, kids. And uh, a lot of times organizations will try to pull on you to, to come here, come there. So speaking of you at the school, teaching, reading to the kids, where was that at? Where was that at, that particular uh, photo? What's going uh, We read to the elementary kids. Oh, really? Yes, sir. How is that experience watching, because uh, you're not that old, and I'm sure you remember your elementary days. How does that feel reading the kids at um <laughs> <laughs> Talk about that a little bit Um, Reading to the kids is really cool It's, it's a real special deal I mean, because I mean, knowing you walking into their classroom Is making their day and it's, It could make their day better Or it's just give them something to look forward to on Friday When you come in there with your jersey You're like a celebrity to them So, I mean, just putting smiles on kids' faces And dancing with them after I read to them It's, just, it's all fun it's, Something I look forward to as well, just as much as them, I'm sure. Wow, wow, wow. Well, uh, Dalton, you have anything? Yeah, I mean, I'm trying not to um, dominate here talking. You know, I saw, I saw you run firsthand. I was there when you won your medals, and it's it's nothing prouder to say that's my young cousin. But yep. um, um. It, it just really felt good. And to see you kneel down and pray right before a race, I mean, it, like, brought tears to my eyes. It, it was very neat. Um, can you tell us, where are you playing at Friday night? Uh, Friday night we're playing Gerald. In Gerald. Gerald? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Okay. Now let me ask you this: uh, We're hoping and praying that you y'all are successful against in this game and can move on on up. But uh, like I say, remember this, Jaquelin, and and, and and y'all will win. We're gonna keep our mindset there, okay? But just know this, because sometimes this gives you inner strength just to know what I'm about to say, and that is you already won. Because the type of records you set, uh, I'm sure uh, it's not going to derail you in no way, especially these colleges' interests. So whether y'all go to state or not, it's neither here or there. You've already made a, a good uh, a, a mark already in Texas. So just know that. But in the event y'all do go to state, how many more games it, it, will that be? If you if you're successful against Gerald, I think you said, are you saying Gerald? Yes, sir. Okay. In the event y'all are successful against them, how many more games would you have before you get to state? Before we can uh, see you here at the uh, AT&T Stadium? Seven. Seven? How many? This, it, the Gerald game is six playoff games. So you you saying after Jill, y'all got to win five more times? Uh, five more times in the state game, you see. Wow, 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 wow. Well, listen, hopefully uh, we'll be able to bring you back on. Uh, hopefully, you know, you make it to state and we maybe, I don't know, we may bring you back on then and just talk about that. 
But I want to just say this. I had a couple more questions. Don, I know you have your questions. I'll let you go after me, and then, darling, you can go after the Don. So we got a couple more questions for you, then we'll you can hand the phone back to your mom. We'll finish up with mom and, and call it a wrap. But we do, again, appreciate you coming on the show. I cannot say that enough. Appreciate you coming on the show. So many things you could be doing, so many things you could be doing even tonight. Uh, but I want to say this. Uh, Darlene mentioned you you praying. How does it? How do? What, what are you? What is your ritual? What, what, what do you go through with? Like when you're getting ready to run, I've heard all kind of stuff. Uh, Hussein Bolt, uh, different things he do, different weird things people do, uh, holding certain type of uh, metals on them, uh, rabbit foot or whatever. I don't know. What uh, rituals did you do before a run? Uh, honestly, there 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 isn't much that I do in particular. I mean, I have a certain thing I do before I get in my blocks, but other than that, there's nothing that I just just really practice or do every time before I run. I just go out there and run. Okay, cool. Well, I want to say this too. Also, family, they tomorrow we do want to put the pictures out there today because today is supposed to be a surprise. Remember. But tomorrow, tomorrow we will put photos on the Ed Nisabel page, and I might send them through your email. I don't like to send people too much, too many emails. So tomorrow you may get uh, about uh, I don't know, twenty or thirty pictures of uh, Jaqueline and his family. So just know that. But for sure on the Ed Nisabel page we're gonna put about forty. But on your email, I only like to do like 20 or something like that. So just know that, family. So tomorrow, y'all will be getting some photos. And I uh, want to talk a little bit about those photos right now, uh, just it, just so everybody can be really looking forward to them. Tell you the truth, to kind of, it's kind of a tease, actually. But uh, uh, I talked about the one where you're with, uh, you're at the school. I talked about that. We talked about that. But uh, uh, who are some of the mentors in your uh uh, 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 in your network, I know that there's an NFL. Uh, your mom is standing here next to an NFL Super Bowl champion that goes to a lot of your uh, games. Uh, can you talk about who this this young man is? Uh, my cousin Earl Cooper. Okay, darling, I hear you going. Talk to us. <laughs> well, uh, Earl Cooper played uh, professional football. He was, right. he was big in the 70s, late 70s, something like that. I forgot about him. <laughs> okay. And so that's your, you said that's your, your uh, who, who, how's he related? Jaquela? Uh, I'm not, I, I don't, I'm not real I'm not sure, honestly. I'm sure my mom could tell you better than I could. Oh, okay. I know. I understand. I'm not gonna put you under that. I, I, this this genealogy can't be a challenge. But listen, folks, y'all gotta check out these photos tomorrow. I'm gonna be sending them, putting them, like I said, on the Isabel page, and send them in, in your um, uh, emails. But uh, Jacqueline also I want to talk about another photo here. Um, you got several medals on. I guess these are three gold medals. If y'all want to see Jaqueline with his three gold medals, again, it will be sent to you tomorrow. And let's see some other photos, because I want to talk about these photos. is really hot, hot, hot. Uh, I see you kneeling down with three plaques. Is that the three gold medals? They just, like, put them on plaques, because you also have three around your neck. Oh, yes, sir. Um, the, 
the plaques represent the team championship, the four by one championship, and the four by two championship. Wow, wow. And also, folks, I'm going to put out there tomorrow in this web page these write ups. This young man has quite a few write ups in the paper. The family just can't uh, 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 just shed enough light on what this young man is doing. And I know um, there's a lot of football talk, a lot of track talk, but there's a lot of discipline here, a lot of discipline. Also, I'm going to be putting a picture out tomorrow. Y'all got to be looking out on the Ednesco page and in your email of Miss Kendra, his mom, holding these rings on her fingers. You want to talk about those rings that she's showing she's showing off on her fingers? Uh, those are my state championship rings. Yeah, one of them have Tiger. These rings look like NFL rings, folks. We talking about diamonds. Those, I mean, wow, wow, and everybody on y'all team got one. That is really good. Well, listen, Don, you have any questions for uh, Jaqueline? Uh, any questions for Ms. I just had a, one question. I was really impressed with his athleticism. Um, did he have any other career goals outside of athletic, the um, athletic world? Uh, I want to teach. I want to be a teacher. A teacher? Yes, sir. Well, let me, let me say this to you. May God bless you. <laughs> you chose a very good profession. Yeah, that's a very, very, very needed uh, profession right there. It's almost, you know, Jaquelin, I look at teaching kind of like, uh, kind of like uh, pastoring in a way, because you can mold people's lives. How many times do you hear people in conversation talk about something they learn from their pastor and or their teaching school? It's one of those careers where you have a lasting effect on people's lives. So you're choosing a very very good career. I mean, it's not just money. Everybody talk about how the teachers don't make enough. Well, that's true. However, they make a decent living, but they don't pay them like they're worth is what I think a lot of people are trying to say. But yeah, those are one some careers that you can really touch people's lives. And coaches also. Coaches is another one that's pretty good. You can literally mold people's lives. And, it, you, know, and you can't put no money tag on that. Any other questions, Mr. Don Jr.? That was a good one. No, no. I was just... Uh...
So he's well, well on. Uh, he's on good on a good track. So. Yeah, and I'm telling you, I can't say enough of just every time I say this multiplied times 25, I applaud you because of the distractions. I applaud you because I know all kind of stuff is coming at you, and not all of them is negative. I know the negative is, is coming at you, too, but you sound like a big boy. You sound like you can handle negativity, but I'm talking about the positive, uh, the, 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 the uh, distractions that could be wholesome in nature, you know? Uh, people trying to get you to come volunteer. Come over here, Jaqueline. Come over here. I, I know how it is. I've, I've interviewed people before doing similar things. Matter of fact, do you know uh, our, our your cousin quarterback over at Grambling? Have you ever heard of him? Uh, no, sir. Well, tell him about that, uh, darling. I'll let you talk since I've done all the talking here. Mr. Trayvon, okay. go ahead and tell him a little bit about Trayvon. There's a quarterback with Grambling. His name is Trayvon Cherry. He's, I believe he's number 15. So uh, you, if you get a chance, you can Google him. But he is, you and, um, anyway, he's a cousin of yours, and I think you are the same generation. And we interviewed him also on the show. But, uh, yeah. Well, let me let me let me ask you this. I noticed I see you also again. Here's not go back to these photos, y'all. You with the coach for TCU, and uh, your mom said y'all been talking quite a bit. How how is he? How how have he treated you, the coach uh, the coach Patterson for TCU? I mean, tell us a little bit about that. Uh, coach Patterson, he's a he's a real great person. He's a he's a guy that I hear number good things about from players and class and past players at that university. So uh, uh, when we talk, it's all he's worried about how my family's doing, and it's more than just football. So I mean that means a lot, and he he cares about how how you are as a person and how you're gonna help in the community and stuff like that. So I mean. Coach Patterson's real good guy. Right, right. Well, hopefully that continues, and it's just not a football thing because these coaches can be very tricky. They want all, they want everybody, and that's just that's that recruiting thing. But I'm sure you know about that. You don't need me to tell you about that. But just <laughs> because you are a hot item, my cousin, you are a very hot item. You're going to probably hear a whole lot of coaches try to do that. That's what I mean by good pressures, good pressures coming at you. But you have a, 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 some parents that sound like they got their heads on strong, and I know you got yours on strong. So I look for you to make a lot of good choices. And uh, if Darlene don't have any other questions, uh, uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and let you hand the phone over to your mom. But, uh, again, congratulations, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you in the future, young man. One last Darlene, thing. Darlene, you, you got anything? Uh, one last thing. Okay. He, you are a Rockdale Tiger, where your cousin Trayvon Cherry is Grambling State Tiger. So, both of you are gonna do well. Yeah, that's interesting, ain't it? That's very interesting, darling. You picked it up. That's pretty good. Well, anyway, folks, uh, again, you listen to the Douglas County Family Friends Network. We got uh, the one and only Jaqueline on the line, and uh, this is uh, Kendra and Riley's son, or Riley and Kendra's son, and they also have uh, brothers. You also have brothers. Let me go ahead and ask you. Y'all bear with me here. 
Tell us a little bit about your brother and your sister before you run. Just just anything, anything. First thing come to your mind. Tell us a little bit about your brother and a little bit about your sister, and then we'll let you, uh, what'll be the last question? Uh, my brother is he's a character. He's, he's fun to be around. He makes you laugh. He's a, he's a he's a real good little brother to have. And my sister, she's about she's about high and she's always on the phone, just being a girl, I guess, talking to her friends and stuff. So she she's fun to be around as well. <laughs> Well, uh, listen, Mr. Jaquelin, I'm not going to hold you. Uh, thank you for uh, interviewing. If you could hand the phone back to your mom, we really appreciate it, okay? Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. All right. You're welcome. Good night. I really enjoyed that. Uh, what do you say, Don? That was pretty good, huh? Pretty level-headed young man, Don. What do you think? Well, I personally think uh, he seems to be very intelligent, but that's the product of good parenting, and I'd like to applaud his parents for uh, raising a kid who has he on like these things they have here. That's a blessing. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Well, Miss Kendra, are you on the line? Yes, sir, I am. Well, listen, again, I uh, want to thank you and Riley uh, for for coming on, for making a choice to come on, because, you know, you guys could be doing something else tonight. Uh, we really enjoyed talking to your son, as well as, the, you know, Riley. I know you don't talk much, it sounds like, and and, and you so far. I've got a couple more questions for you, and then whatever Don has for you and Darlene have for you, uh, that'll be it after, the, after they uh, give you what they have. But I want to ask you this. Uh, y'all make it to all his games, right? Yes, sir. Uh, uh, in all the years that he has been in athletics and sports, the seventh grade, um, we never missed a game. Um, I had to miss one game, and um, the lights went out in the gym. Uh, <laughs> coincidentally, and they had to cancel it. So God is. God wow. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> wow. God, God is funny like that. Are you serious? The one game I, you that's missed. That's a true story. The one game I, I wasn't able to to make, um, I was upset and really, you know, crying and praying about it. And um, we got a call that the lights um, went out during warm-up, and um, they had to bust the kids back home. They weren't <laughs> able to play. So. Wow. Wow. That's, that's that a is a trip. Wow, what do y'all think of that, Don? That that look weird, Darlene. What do y'all think of that? <laughs> just I think it was God. I think I have to agree with the yeah. on that. Well, listen, listen, uh, Miss Kendra. Let me uh, ask you a few more questions. Um, how are you allowing this, you and Riley, this is kind of both of y'all question away, but how are y'all letting this whole decision, that's a big, big, big thing to decide finally where your son is going to go to college. And I'm looking at the phone lines, family. Anybody with questions or comments, please press 1 now while I'm strolling because there's a lot of calls and I'm having to stroll. And uh, sometimes I just stroll, uh, don't see all the calls as you can imagine strolling up and down. You can't see it all hands. So press 1. I'm looking at the, the phone lines now. But uh, 
how do you deal with that, uh, Kendra, uh, deciding where to go? I mean, he was talking about how uh, Gary Patterson is very nice to him, and he probably really, really is because, you know, it, you know, for, because he really, really, really uh, is, you know, interested in him. But being really, really, really interested in him could be also driven by the fact that he's a very good athlete. I mean, he is, and then he's smart, and he's he's, he's sharp. So, you know, how do you kind of, you know, everybody's going to be nice right now. So how do you, you talked about SMU, you talked, he mentioned a lot of college. How do you and Riley, I would think as a father, that would be a very hard decision. How do y'all do that? Um, It is, it is um, a very difficult decision. Um, we we stay humble. Um, God is ahead of both of our lives, our family lives, and so we leave that decision um, up to God. And um, it's 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 kind of like with anything else that you do in life. Um, you meet people, and you get a feeling right away. Um, I pray um, all the time that um, God will reveal who these people are. Um, what their true intentions are, and um, there's been a met or talked to, and I didn't get an immediate um, a feel uh, for the coach or for the situation, and I'm, I, I go by my gut. I'm a if God may, if I feel something, I always feel it's for a reason, and so God has been real good um, with helping us um, weed out, you know. Who I, who I think or who we think may not be real or true individuals, um, it's important to us that um, he chooses a college that's a Christian-based. Uh, we want positive men, Christian men, um, leading him. In the Good team. luck with that one. That, so, yes, that's, that's, that's true. And so we just, we just pray that God, um, with God, we will help him um, the right decision. Well, I want to I want to do this. I want to do this. I'm going to come back and we're going to ask more questions and hear from Don, and uh, we will hear from um, uh, Darlene uh, with their final questions. We're not going to hold you tonight, family. We may be able to get out a little bit early than we normally do, which will be great uh, because y'all are just knocking these questions out left and right. So uh, I just want to take a little short little break here and. Uh, Again, because uh, still got people, well, actually, they should know by now. But anyway, I have to say that you listen to Douglas Kennedy, Family and Friends Network, folks, tonight. As we put out there on the email uh, that we will be interviewing, um, excuse me, that there will be a surprise. Well, the surprise is Riley and Kendra's uh, family uh, who feature a son that is really doing a lot in the track and field world as well as in the um, football world. And that is uh, Jaqueline. And so we've just been talking with them tonight. And uh, so hopefully y'all are enjoying this. Remember, family, you can rewind, fast forward uh, these clips after the show goes off. Uh, remember, tomorrow we're going to be putting up pictures on the Ed Nisbell page. And I said this about four times. So hopefully y'all really are listening. Tomorrow we will be putting about 40 pictures on the Ed Nisbell page. You can't miss them. And we'll also be emailing about 20 of them. And I'll forward in your email. So anyway, uh, just wanted to just uh, uh, let everybody know that, okay? 
We're going to be right back. Uh, I have to uh, take a little break and get something to drink, okay? So, uh, Kendra, you okay with a little short little break? Sure. All right. Well, we'll be right back after this little short little uh, clip here, a piece of a song, and we'll be right back, folks. First Corinthians 13.5 Record-keeping of wrongs is taboo for those who love lavishly. Love funnels all its focus towards forgiveness and relational restoration. It refrains from retaining resentment, which leads to wasted emotional energy. Yes, unforgiveness maintains a mental checklist of grievances that offers the enemy an interest to encroach into a soul's spiritual stability. Love is not an account ledger that credits rights and debits wrongs. Love is a whiteboard that regularly erases infractions and hurts. Do you bear the burden of accounting for all injustices committed against you? Are you wary of wishing you had not been wronged? If so, look into the keyboard of your heart and by God's grace, press the delete button of forgiveness and erase external imitations. Start with a clean slate and your spirit will be set free to rest and enjoy God and people. Let go of harmful words that broke your heart, and let the Lord mend it with love. A mind at peace is the fruit of forgiven love. Blessed is the one whose sin the Lord will never count against them. Romans 4, 8. This has been a Christian Women's Unity Alliance e-encouraging moment. Be blessed, and as always, be encouraged. I can see my destination. I can hear my call. No more hesitation. This time I'm going for all Cause I know where this road leads to And therefore I will rise I know this dream will come true And I will soar the Of an angel lifting me, 
Okay, folks, we're back. Again, you've been listening to the Douglas County Family Friends Network. I'm Seth. Have Darling on the line, as well as my cousin Donald Shaw. We're interviewing tonight, folks. Again, Riley, Kendra, Jaqueline Moore. They're in the house, and uh, we really are enjoying this interview. So, folks. Um, Hopefully you are too. Hopefully you are too. Uh, uh, it's good to see young people do stuff, but it's it's really good to see young people do great stuff. And uh, Mrs. Jaqueline, your bloodline, all of y'all listening to phone lines, we're all related. This is your cousin. So that's encouraging to know. So anyway, y'all listen to Spirit by R. Kelly. And uh, Kendra was talking about how she consults Spirit prior to having a talk with these various coaches. Just think, Jaqueline is only a junior. He is only a junior. These conversations with coaches is going to get even more intense. Uh, Donald Jr., your line is open. Darling, your line is open. And Miss Kendra, your line is open as well. So all three of y'all's lines are open. And I want to go ahead and finish uh, the interview here. I have a... Um, I want to see if Mr. Uh, Darling, Mr. Well, we'll go with Darling since we went with Don last time. Darling, any questions for Miss Kendra that I didn't think of? One thing that she haven't talked about, and she has a business. Oh, really? <laughs> Tell us a l- yeah, she has a business downtown Rockdale. Um, yeah, Miss Kendra, do, go ahead. Um, Yes, I have a, a, a women's clothing, jewelry, hair, and accessory um, boutique. Um, I have a storefront right in the middle of Rockdale um, at one of the biggest intersections in town. Um, I'm one of um, maybe three black-owned businesses in, in, in town. So um, it's it's amazing. It's been um, an adventure. Um, tomorrow makes one year ago that I opened a business and um I I, I manage my business like I do my life. Um it's strictly um it's a faith based business and um I I I have provided clothing for women of all sizes, um, all tax brackets and incomes. Um I my motto is beauty comes in all shapes, sizes and colors. And so that's um something that I promote and um, cousin Darlene, I saw that you had one of the shirts on in your cruise picture. I was, <laughs> I, I was excited sure to see <laughs> that. I was excited to see that. So, yes, um, I do. And you can um, find my store. It's called Lulu's Boutique um, on Facebook. Um, you look it up at Lulu's VIP Boutique on Facebook, and um, you can. Log on and you can purchase and ship. I ship to um, Louisiana. I ship to California. I um, ship to Massachusetts. I have several um, um, followers and shoppers from kind of all over. So um, I would love to have some of my family come through and shop online. And I use my own customers as my models. And um, um, I really enjoy doing what I do. 
And if you if you didn't already mention, give your website again. If you had, I was messing with it's, controls here. Uh, Lulu's, L-U-L-U-S, Lulu's VIP Boutique. And it's on Facebook. You can find me on Facebook. Um, and you can purchase from the website. You can, um, you know, anything you want to do, you can contact me from the website or Messenger. And my name on Facebook is um, Kendra Favored Moore. And um, favored is because I consider it to be favored by God, um, my life to be favored. And so you can look me up. I like I'm excited that. to meet, meet more like family. I'm, I'm, thank you. <laughs> I, I'm excited to meet more family. I'm just humbled by this opportunity and to just be able to come in contact with you guys. Um, we need more of this. Um, connection and family connection, and um, cousin Darlene is amazing. She's always telling me, "Who? That's your cousin. That's your cousin. <laughs> you need to know that that's your cousin." So I, I thank God for her and um, her spirit as well. Wow, wow. Thank you. What do you think of that compliment, Darlene? It's good. I, I like it, <laughs> but uh, uh, you, your your grandmother. Ruthie? Yes. She was the bomb, man. She was a walking computer. <laughs> a walking computer. Um, you know, dates and time, people you related to. So Yeah. It's good. It's it's funny, but um we have a, Go ahead. Um the darling said that um Dequitland's really good with numbers and um He's 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 a math kid and and sis, uh, cousin Darlene was like, you know he gets that that song in our bloodline that people were really good with numbers and it all kind of links all together that you know that that's a strong trait in in our family was um, being smart with numbers and being we have a history of, of people in our family that were really good with numbers and math so that was an interesting fact that um, cousin Darlene taught me as well. Wow. What well, Don, do you have anything for our cousin? I know you do. Uh, not really. I'm just impressed with uh, these uh, accomplishments. I don't see how. Well, I'm not gonna say I don't see how. I know how, but I think it's very, very uh, good that she's able to run a business, do the extracurricular things, get people with kids, people with kids, yes. and then maintain the family life. That's a lot of work for a woman. I mean, yes. for anybody, especially, especially if you running your business, and then you're trying to keep up, to keep your son together, and then you do the other thing that I heard you say earlier in the broadcast with the youngsters. I mean, you, you know, that's a lot to be commended for. So, <clears throat> I guess uh, I'll fall, fall from the tree. Now, now, hold on, hold on, y'all. I know I have to jump in here. I hate the, this interruption, but I have to do this. Folks, any of you listening to the phone lines, uh, are listening uh, to this show, and you clicked on a link, you didn't call the phone number, you clicked on a link, you must call the phone number. Now you're going to be disconnected in like 60 seconds. Again, the phone number is 914-205-5590. Again, if you clicked on the link and that's how you're listening, you didn't call the phone number, you're going to be disconnected in like 45 seconds now. Again, the number is 914-205-5590. Go right ahead. Sorry about that, Don. No, I'm just saying I just think it's really wonderful that she's able to maintain, keep the fans together, and have a oh, yeah. son 
that seems to have his head on straight. Yeah. Hey, Amen. I, I, I do say um, that I, I live in Rockdale, but I commute 120 miles to work every day. Uh, <laughs> um, and and God, I, I give all honor to God for being able to um, to be able to do that. And then I come home and I I do the little league, and then I manage my business, and and I, I be there for all three of my kids and my husband, who I um just supported him through. He just graduated from college, and that's all God. And there's the people who are crying out and saying, not me, it's but all talk it does that like every fifth show or something. Sorry about that. Right. Go right. ahead. And so it's so it just I just I just thank God for the opportunity. I mean just to be able um you know to do what I do. I mean I I, I can't I can't give credit to anybody but God for the endurance that he gives me to to work um you know sometimes fifteen hours a day, um eighteen hours a day. Um I leave a lot of times at five in the morning and I get home at 8 or 9 at night. But, um, you know, it's kind of our family dynamics, and I wouldn't be able to do it um, without my husband and the support of my uh, my children. So um, it's, it's exciting. Well, I got to say hey, wow. too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Don, Don, is, Don is really on to something because we're talking about your son and your other son and your daughter but to do and to, to to have this kind of success, it ain't easy. It, it really ain't easy. And uh, if there's young ladies around, I mean, I saw your son, uh, several pictures of him. He is not a bad-looking young man. And I would think he have all kind of stuff coming at him. And just for him to stay focused, no, that's not just something you just do. And then he's about to go to college. Tricks of the devil. Beautiful women are tricks of the devil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I was telling some of it, some of it is not even uh, bad stuff. Like, girls could be inspired. You know, they just see a young man that's attractive. They don't mean no harm. They just want to talk to him. He's a nice guy. What young lady would want to talk to him? And then organizations, they have good intentions. They just want to come and, and promote their this, promote their that. And they're not trying to take him out of being a successful. And then, you know, the church, uh, sometimes the church can overwork you. I don't, I'm just saying it can it can be good, to, what I call good distractions. So for y'all right. to be able to handle that, oh, my goodness, I, I, I really... I am. Um, I do the young women's uh, mission. Church. Uh, I'm the mission director for um, JASA. It's a group. It's J A S A, and it's just a sister away. And I, I'm the president of that. And my husband's a trustee at the church. So we we are very rooted in our community, um, and, and with our church is a huge part of this community. Um, and um, you know, like I said, we wouldn't be able to do all these things if we just didn't have the faith that we have. And so I just thank God for uh-huh. just being able to be, to be in this position. Um, I, I do teach my son and all my children about um, just knowing who your who your who your surroundings are. Um, I, I, I'm always told I'm I, I'm a hard I'm hard uh, to get through um, through people because I come across sometimes. Um, a standoffish, not standoffish, but I, I, I'm protective of my children. Um, I have to be careful who breathes life into my son. And so because of that, I've kind of been the mean mom or the mom who doesn't allow him to do as much. 
But um, I just feel like that, like, like I said in the beginning, um, I don't have the devil's playground, so I try to keep him busy with other things. Therefore, you know, you don't have time to, to you know, he's, he's never brought a girl home. <laughs> he's a junior. He's, he's never never brought a girl home before. Um, we just we, we we have academics. We have we have the church. We have um, sports, and we we're busy year round. So those things alone, um, the girls have come. That's that's been a, a present source. Um, I mean, most of his life, but um, I just thank God for his mindset. He's he's um, determined, and um, one thing I can say: he's on a mission. Was, he's on a mission. He's on a mission. And my dad would testify to this when he was five. Told me, Mom, one day I'm gonna play TV. I'm gonna play football on TV, and you're never gonna have to work again. He told me when he was five, and um, I even then I was like, Yeah, okay, wow. son. You know, he's watching TV. And I see it now to be able to see these things come to pass to where he's able to get scholarships and, and, and people are offering him $350,000 for education and, and they're offering him these things. Wow. It, 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 it's, it's humbling. It, it's it's amazing to see. It, 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 it probably gets overwhelmed about it. Wow. What he's done for us. So it's amazing. Well, let's do this. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and let Don ask whatever questions he has, and I uh, know he has some, at least one or two, and then Darlene uh, asks her questions. I'll ask mine last, and we'll go ahead and, and, and wrap this interview okay. up again. I so thank you for coming on, and uh, Don, you go ahead and go first if you don't mind uh, uh, with your question. I just wonder, is Mr. Riley still there? You missed the Riley. You need him? Yeah, I just wanted to holiday him for a second. <laughs> Hello? Hey, sir, how you doing? Good, how you doing? Good. I know you don't know the president, but I just, I, you know, I've just been listening to this broadcast, and I listen to your son, I listen to your wife, and you must be a real hero, man. Oh, are you good at You got to be a special <laughs> brother, man. Because if your wife is sticking with you and you graduating through school and all these involved situations and, and your son's on track, I mean, that's a blessing, man. So I say, you got to be a hero. So I just want to say that. It's a real blessing. Uh, I think I got a, I, I know I got a great family. You know, my wife, my kids, uh, they all special in their own way to me. And we do our best to raise them up right and keep them. Humble and grounded in the church and outside of the uh, household, uh, and they, they're they're all some great kids from top to bottom. They're not a disrespectful. They're not ones that really like to go out and run around and do much. Uh, but when it comes to push, come to shove, I know that uh, I can count on my family at any time. Well, you know what? There's a blessing to hear that. I got some feelings too. And I can tell you, you're a pretty good dad, man. So I just keep you in my prayers with your wife and your son and the rest of your children. All right, thank you. Yeah, and I and I echo that, uh, echo what Don is saying, uh, Riley. I just thank you for coming on. I know you, not the talker, sound like, but you are definitely the worker. We see, we see you very busy, and, and uh, it is 
not easy, man. It's not easy doing what you guys do. I mean, I had two sons in sports, and I know what it's like getting up early, going to those uh, meets, and and and, uh, and 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 I coach my son a little. I'm sure you coach Jaquan a little bit, right? Yes, sir. I coach him. Uh, yeah, and I was doing the same thing at Yeah, yeah, and to coach him is a whole nother level. When we would finish practice, we would practice after practice, and a lot of parents didn't understand that, and you can only have a talent, an athlete athlete as uh, Jaqueline, I mean, really, you're going to have to put in extra, extra, extra. So, just thank you, man, for for being you, just coming from from, uh, the family to you, brother. Really appreciate that, cousin. So you can, if you like, you just continue hanging out with us so you can pass your phone to your wife, and we're going to ask us some... Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, Darlene. Any questions for Mr. Riley? Um, I have to think about your name. Do they call you... Do you have a nickname or something else in Rockdale? No, uh, my first name is Vernon. I'm named after my dad, but I go by Riley. Okay. Okay, okay. Okay. I, I knew there was a version, uh, Vernon, but I didn't know your name was Vernon. Okay. Yes, I got it now. <laughs> Is that the only thing you had? Any other, any other questions for uh, Raleigh? No question. I just appreciate you coming on. and I see you every now and then at church, at the home church in, in Rockdale. And it's good to see you. And I got to see you. Out. I got one little request. Sorry about that, darling. I'm just kind of. Um, anyway, um, I got a uh, request, Riley. Before you run, I didn't want you to run before I ask you this. And that is, uh, can you do us a favor, you and Kendra, as well as Mr. Jaqueline? Can y'all encourage other cousins on the Sunny Boy side of the family to do just what y'all did tonight? Because uh, y'all was a, a top ten interview. This was a top ten show. This was really a good thing y'all did, and then you did very well. Your son spoke very well, and I remember Rizzo when, and, and her husband when, when they were on. They did very well. So we're looking forward to another uh, interview from anybody on the Sunny Boy side of the family. It really don't matter. We're just looking to to to, to, to learn more about what you guys are doing. And, and besides. The Sonny Boy side, I know you may not know, because uh, he's so old, he's passed so long ago, and you may not know that much about uh, uh, your wife's grandfather and all this, but this is the largest side of this family. It is the largest branch, and we just want to see more of y'all, okay? If you could yes, do that, we really would appreciate it. When you meet him, when you see him at church or something, just encourage him to come on. Right, Darlene? Right. Um, I was looking for Uncle Sonny Boy to part, and, you know, I think um, Kendra probably needs to know this, because uh, elders them seemed really surprised when I told them how many grandkids and great-grandkids Uncle Sonny Boy had. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We really enjoy Eldridge, Eldridge and his wife. Um, we all learning. We all meeting each other. We all getting to know each other. Um, right. So yeah, please do that for us. Go ahead, darling. Okay. Can um, Kendra hear this? Yes. 
Okay. And in 2007, because Sonny Boy had 105 grandkids. And he had 200 great, 200 great grandkids and 60 great great grandchildren. So, um, you guys, believe it or not, you guys are the biggest part of the Douglas family. Oh, I can believe that. Um, I have um, 78 first cousins. So, I can just. Wow. I have 78 first. My first cousins, I have 78 of them. So, I can believe that. Wow. Okay. And I know it seems impossible. Sometimes I know somebody out there is wondering why there's impossible for us to know all these people. Well, that's not the goal. The goal is just to be able to at least know who Uncle Sonny Boy is, how you related, and hopefully after tonight y'all be able to say that. Yes. And you may not know him that well, because uh, I don't even know him that well. He, I've seen him, been over our house when we, when we was coming up, and a lot of us don't know him that well, but it's just good to know the map, the map, so to speak, that was in Isabel. They had a son named Sonny Boy, and he, and then didn't, didn't just go on and on and on down to uh, Kendra and Raleigh. So it's just good to know how. You don't have to know every single yeah. thing about him. And that's one of the goals of this show. That's one of the goals of this show. So listen, uh, the only other question I was going to have, and it was really to Raleigh, uh, actually, I do have another question for Kendra. But Riley, what are you gonna do, or what are y'all gonna do, if your son and his team make it to AT and T Stadium? Enjoy. Oh, we gonna we gonna enjoy. We gonna have a good time. <laughs> yeah, you will. You being up up here in our land, I would love to meet with y'all, uh, as well as attend the game, big time. Because I'm telling you, ain't nothing like they say. Nothing like looking up at that cowboy screen, watching your son play. I've had so many mothers to tell me that. So hopefully that happens. But if not, like I told Jaquela, he has already been a success. I mean, he's only a junior. That's what blows me away. He sounds like a senior. But he's a junior. One more year to just glass stats, make an impression. Oh, my goodness. It's really something. It's really something. Uh, Well, um, Kendra, the only last thing I was going to say to you is, um, I'm not going to ask you both of these. I'm just going to pick one of these. Which one? (laughs) I'll ask you this. This is a kind of an odd question. But I want you to talk a little bit about your husband and this whole process. What would you have to say about your husband? Anything come to your mind? I like this, you know. And I didn't um, even... my, my husband is amazing. My husband is um, my Boaz. Um, everything Uh-oh. I ever prayed, um, yes, and I asked God for, um, he gave it um, to me with my husband. Um I am the outspoken, the kind of talker. Um, he is the introvert. He he kind of he he doesn't say much, but uh, when he speaks, you listen. Um, <laughs> um, so I, I, it's it's so funny how our family dynamics work. I am kind of the the more of the disciplinarian, the more of the kind of I'm gonna tell your mom when she gets home. That's me. <laughs> My husband is just. Um, 
a gentle giant, and he allows uh, me to be who I am, and um, I've never had to be anybody other than who I am. And I just thank God for that because a lot of people or women um, um, are not able to be who they are, you know, behind their husband. Um, my husband supports me, um, my vision, um, and that's 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 why I'm able to do what I I'm able to do because of him. So he's he's awesome. Wow, wow. Well, uh, Don, any any last words to the couple? Any last words, Darlene, before they run? Um, uh, Raleigh Chess is probably pumped out right now, huh? <laughs> I remind him of this quite often. He's 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 pretty awesome. So yeah. God is good. I have a wow. story to tell. This is a small story. And when I first met Kendra, we were down in the at in the country at Elder's house and at the Memorial Day birthday bash, and they had this punch. And I went to get punch, and the punch was spiked. And uh, she seemed really concerned about me drinking the punch. I was concerned. I was concerned. <laughs> that was that was kind of funny. Yes. She's like, wow. It's spiked. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Opportunity and um, we'll see you at Cowboy Stadium. Um, hopefully, you guys stay in touch with us, and we're able to to be able to just connect from this experience. And this would just be the beginning of our our journey as far as family. Um, I, um, I have a real quick thing. Um, we were at the Junior Olympics. This is um, when Jaqueline won first in the nation, and we were in the elevator in New Orleans, and there's a uh, an African American gentleman. And um, he was speaking, and he ended up being our cousin. And we saw him at every family reunion since then. And at that point, um, I realized the importance of knowing who your family is. Uh, you oh, ride yeah. in the elevator, you know, states over, and the coincidence that it was my cousin that I had never met wow. before. 
in from Rockdale um, in the elevator with us. And so ever since then, um, I make it a point to try um, and connect with family. So, you know, for instances like that, you know, you never know um, who your who your family is. So I'm excited about um, just getting to know everybody, and hopefully everybody will stay in contact with us um, on our journey and follow us. As we go to, you know, what God has next for for Quaylen and our family. So thank you all again. All right, and uh, thank y'all again. And like I said, if you want to keep listening, great. In the meantime, I'm going to go okay. to meet your line now. Uh, but thanks again, okay? Bye. Thank you so much. Good night. All right. Good God night. bless. Well, folks, there you have it. That was a wrap for Ryla, Riley and Kendra and Quaylen. Uh Nice family. Darling, you, you really did good. Darling made that happen, y'all, just so everybody know. She made that happen. Let's take a quick little break, folks. When we come back, we're going to wrap this show up. We'll be gone in about five minutes, okay? Uh, so let's just do this real quick, folks. All right? Take a quick little break. Hi, everybody. This is Joe Biden. I delivered a report to President Obama laying out how far we've come since he put me in charge of the cancer moonshot. That was back in January. And to lay out a real vision for where we need to go in the immediate future, to, to do in five years what otherwise would take 10, to inject a real sense of urgency into the fight against cancer, and to change the culture and reimagine our system in order to be able to win. You know, when President Nixon declared a war on cancer in 1971, he had no army, he had no resources, and no clear strategy. But after 45 years of progress, funding research, training scientists and physicians, and treating millions of patients, we now have an army. And we have tools, powerful tools. And with the moonshot, we now have a clear strategy for the road ahead. It matters, folks, because there's a consensus now that we're at an inflection point with science, medicine, technology, all advancing faster than ever and offering real promise. We can't play by the rules of 1971. We didn't have this working for us. In 2016, there's much more we can do. Just five years ago, for example, immunotherapy, using the immune system to kill cancer cells while protecting healthy ones, wasn't taken seriously. Now it is, and it's working with other disciplines and offering real hope. Decades of research have accumulated large amounts of data, but that data is not shared. It's hard to understand, and it's often not accessible to researchers and the public. But now we're in, we're in a position to break down these silos and share it all because we have an enormous capacity with computing capability to take millions of pieces of data and analyze it. We can do a million billion calculations per second now. 
And the Moonshot's vision report reflects what my wife and I, Jill and I, have learned about meeting with thousands of cancer patients, their families, advocates, physicians, researchers, philanthropists, technology leaders, and heads of state from all over the world. What we need to do. We have to do everything from enhancing pre prevention efforts, expanding access to care, forging an international commitment to fight cancer. This week, I also released a report on the, from the Cancer Moonshot Task Force, the team I'm leading to reimagine the federal government's fight against this dreaded disease. It touches almost every corner of the government. For example, you'd expect the National Institute of Health to be involved in researching radiation therapy for cancer patients when radiation is used to deal with after the tumor is taken out. But would you expect NASA to be involved? Well, nobody in the world knows more about radiation and its effects on the human body than NASA, whose scientists are constantly finding ways to protect our astronauts from harmful radiation in space. Now, thanks to the moonshot, the National Institute of Cancer will be using the knowledge at NASA to help cancer patients. Here's another great example. Right now, only 4% of all the adults who are diagnosed with cancer ever get to enroll in a clinical trial. Clinical trials save lives. Why? Most patients, and even most of the doctors who treat them outside of the great medical centers, don't know where to go. And it's a problem for drug companies as well. They can't do as many research trials because they can't accumulate enough patients to generate the research, to find new breakthroughs and get them to patients. But now, thanks to the work of the Presidential Innovation Fellow, some of the top technology minds who left Silicon Valley to work at the White House, you can now go to trials.cancer.gov. Type in real words like breast cancer, a zip code, your age, and you'll more easily be able to find a list of all the clinical trials that are being conducted in your area to become part of them. Another thing is happening that didn't happen before is that the private sector is also reimagining what it can do and what it should do. In just the last few months, Okay, folks, we're back. Just wanted to play a little bit of that. Just kind of bring in the um, awareness of that we can't, can't forget our different struggles we have uh, with cancer. That's the weekly address uh, that the White House put out, and that's the weekly address this week is uh, the highlight on that uh, information. But listen, folks. I'm trying to stick, stick, stick with what I said earlier by wrapping up this show. So, uh, darling, your line is open. Don, your line is open. I would like to get y'all's final words, and we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show. Don, I'll let you go first. What did you think of what you heard, sir? And, again, we appreciate you stopping by. I can only say that I enjoyed the whole program. And, uh, from, from then, I was just listening about the, uh, the uh, cruise, and I enjoyed just listening to those little people. But having talked to Raleigh and uh, his family was a blessing. So I'm just having no other words except for it's been a good night, and God bless everyone. To the next time. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I always appreciate your contribution all the way from Fort Worth, Texas. All right, I'm starting that. Y'all have a wonderful night. All right, and if you can't hang around for the Same final song, it's gonna, final song, and uh, we're gonna wrap this show up. So, Don, thanks again. You're, all right. Yes, sir. Okay, that was Don Jr., uh, uh, Robbie's son, 
Azalee's grandson, and we have Ennis Buddy's granddaughter on the line. Darlene, go ahead. Final words. What did you think of the show? And uh, just what did you think? The show was great. The show was truly great. I had been waiting to hear from her, and I learned a few things about them that I didn't know. And um, they're doing great things, and it's good to hear uh, young people grounded like that. Yes, 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 yes. You can say that again. Well, darling, I appreciate you, like I said, for making it happen. Folks, this this was done at the last minute. To be honest, well, that's all I'm going to say about that. This was done at the last minute. I thought we did really good. I mean, this show sets the record for a show put together the fastest. Literally, <laughs> they was able to call, Kendra was able to call Darlene today and let her know it's a go. Prior to that, y'all didn't notice, but we had something else lined up, which was going to be a rerun, a popular rerun, our most popular rerun. And I think y'all would be interested to know what it is, but you won't get to know. <laughs> so anyway, uh, <laughs> it was going to be nice, even though it's a rerun. So uh, you got a live show tonight. And so, again, we thank them for coming on. And just recap really briefly here, Darlene, the three gold medals. To Quaylen Warren. We're talking about three gold medals. Uh, first, 100 meters, first place, 100 meters gold medal. Four by one, first place gold medal. Four by two, first place gold medal. And then the team gets the gold medal for 3A. So they're doing their thing, and I really hope that they uh, make it all the way to the AT&T Stadium. I always go to these, these uh, football games at AT&T Stadium High School. I was able to go to the Cowboy game not too long ago, but I really do the high school thing. That's my, my thing. So hopefully we'll see them. Darling, I really appreciate everything everything you've done today, and uh, hopefully you have a great night. Thank you, and you do the same. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Okay, well, darling, I'm going to mute you in line. And, again, folks, that's Darling Douglas all the way from Austin, Texas. And uh, we did get out just a little early. We sometimes go a little bit over. This is about normal, tell you the truth. I was trying, though. But check out this last song, folks. you got to listen to the words. I love every single one of y'all, family. Yes, I do. Don't remember, remember next week is not a family show. We only doing family shows every other week. Uh, so the next family show is going to be on the fifteenth. On the fifteenth, um, and then the show after that, the twenty ninth. So next week was what are we having then? This is when Five Smooth Stones uh, will present a special. It'll be a special that the, 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 this that this station. You know, the Douglas County Family Friend Network is coming off the station, Five Smooth Stone, next week. The station will produce a special. It'll be a mature audience only. It will not be a family show, but for sure, for sure, the family is welcome. And I encourage you to listen next week, okay? It'll show that just a lot more easier, a lot more simpler. And it gives Darling and I a break. It really does. You might say, well, you're still doing a show. Yeah, but it's nothing like a family shows. It's nothing like it trusts us. Trust us on that one. Again, family, check out this last song. I think you'll be blessed by it. Again, I love every single one of y'all. And like I said, ain't nothing you can do about it. Good night.
the other day, a young man came up to me and said, Reverend, I really don't want to sound like an eternal pessimist, but I really feel like I'm at the dead end of the road right now. Everything I undertake to do becomes a failure. I try to treat everybody right and I do all that I can to live right, but it seems like I just have a hard time even making ends meet. And I said to the young man, I said, you sound like a good man. But I wanted to know from him, had he really given his problems his concerns, had he really turned it over to Jesus? I wondered, have you really had some sincere prayer? And so what I said to him was, you long for sweet peace and for faith to increase. And I know you've been sincere. You've earnestly and fervently prayed. But I wanted the young man to know that you just cannot have that. But you cannot Or be perfectly blessed. None of that can happen until all everything right there on the altar. It's got to be there. Come on and help me say, Why is your all on the altar?